you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. And I know just know just know just know just know just what you want. Poetic justice, put it in the song, alright. You can get it, you can get it, you can get it, you can get it. Welcome back, lovers and friends. It's the love guru, Troy Ryan, and this is Love Journal. My journey into understanding, healing, and relearning love. Today is a very special day, a very, very special episode for two reasons. Well, actually three. Okay, so look, first reason, today is the final part of my love and poetry series. If you haven't been catching up, it's a three-part series to where each episode I interview a talented poet about their love for poetry, which I myself also share. The second reason is because today is also the final love letter segment. A segment where I wrote a letter to each of the men that I've fallen for in an effort to finally release them completely and address them separately while realizing what I've learned from each situation. Then, third and final, (laughs) the most important reason is I'm announcing the release of my third and final poetry book in my poetic trilogy, The Man Who Learned to Flow. (sighs) It's part of why I decided to do the love and poetry thing because I've genuinely fallen in love with poetry and words here's the thing starting in may 2022 i released the first poetry book in a poetic trilogy thread detailing my life the past 10 years in poetry form it's been such a beautiful journey and to finish it just feels indescribable (laughs) it's amazing uh, uh, sorry it's available on amazon and will be on kindle next week um yeah so you know it's the boy who lose the dream, the boy who stood in the rain, and finally the man who learned to flow. So definitely check those out. And let's go ahead and get into the show. Now, first, I want to go ahead and get into the um, last interview for the Love and Poetry series. A very talented poet, a return guest from the show, the lovely Chantel Watkins, a.k.a. the hippie herself. Let's get into it. Um, so we can go ahead and I first appreciate you I saw so you were one of the people that I like when I came up with the the idea of like love and poetry it was just like I was thinking you know poetry is romantic like just naturally you know what I'm saying even Uh if just like I think the the connection between a poet and uh, um, you know the words and stuff like that it's just like a labor of love and you were one of like a few poets that came to mind when I immediately thought about doing it. I was like, okay, yeah. Aww, Let me. And then, yeah. so it was funny. So you have also made that post about getting back to poetry eventually. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, perfect. So, yeah, let me go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, I saw that right when I came up with the idea. So, yes. And didn't you edit that picture too? Yep, I did. I did. So yep, that's, that's also, I saw it. I was like, hey, I ain't see this picture in a minute. <laughs> yes. yes. So, um, but yeah, so, you know, of course, um, like I said, you were one of the people that came to mind, and we can go ahead and get started. My first question for you with that is, when did you fall in love with poetry? I think I was born in love with poetry. Um, okay. I think I was, for real. Um, when I first wrote my first book, my dad brought me like this big folder of like mm. typed out poems he wrote when he was like in college and when he was younger. And then, like, I was like, oh, my God, I didn't even know that about my dad. So being an adult learning that, it was like, okay, so this is where it comes from. And then my older sister, we have the same exact birthday, but we're 12 years apart. Mm -hmm. And she writes poetry, too. 
and has always written it and she's older than me and then i have like cousins who write poetry and perform poetry so, so like it was just like always thing. in my spirit yeah yeah oh i love i think i was born in love with excuse me i love that that is that is definitely like quote worthy um shit so i think for me one of the earliest moments that i fell in love with poetry um it's just I, and I don't even remember what the assignment was but it was like fourth grade we just had to like write a poem and at the specific type of poem it was like the ones that like end with the word and it's, the next line starts with the word that same word yes um, I what can't is think that of, alliteration yeah yeah I, I, yes yes and so like I was just mm-hmm. like oh shit like I don't know it was something about that style that was like really interesting to me and it kind of challenged me a little bit and so now, um, like recently, I heard a song and I caught uh, Drake did it. Uh, I forgot what song it was, but I was like, "Oh, ha ha! I love that!" Like <laughs> it's just because yes. it, it's you know it forces you to be creative. And so that was just like one of my earliest. That was like fourth grade, and that was just one of my earliest memories of being like, "Huh, that's something to this poetry shit." Period. <laughs> yes, we love a good hyperbole. You know, we like Oof, all of that. All of it, and I'm just learning more and more like techniques. Um, like another one of my favorites is just like starting every line with the same like letter essentially um, I forgot what that one is if, or if it's a different branch off of alliteration but um, yeah or, or having one that has every word that starts with the same letter or like haikus just all all of it I, I'm like yes. I try to experiment and play around with all the different techniques so I think that's really what it is I fell in love with it when I realized it was different techniques Yes, I love that. You know what? Actually, my older brother also writes poetry, and he writes the best haikus I've ever heard in my life. Ooh. Okay? I love a and good I'm haiku. Like, <laughs> I'm horrible at haikus. Like, my shit never makes sense. So, <laughs> shout out to people who can make haikus, because uh, yeah. that's a skill. I, I don't... I mean... I don't know if they're necessarily supposed to make sense, right? It's okay. My it's chip is forced. <laughs> <laughs> I feel that. I think I've written like maybe four in my entire <laughs> life. Um, two of which are in books. But yeah. Period. Okay. <laughs> I didn't even think about it, but yes, exactly. Um, all right, so what do you think fuels your poetry the most? Um, and really quick before you answer that, I do have to say, I think... Um, what I like about your poetry and like some of the stuff that I've heard, um, it makes you think, but it's also like in your face, if that makes sense. Like you're talking about very direct topics, if that makes sense. Yeah. But just how you talk about it, it's like, oh, huh. <laughs> yes. Like, um, I think like in the past, mm-hmm. it was like fueled by like my like anger. Mm, like a lot of times like something would make me angry and instead of like you know acting out Mm. poetry helped me create a story and like plant a seed in people (laughs) right Right. (laughs) and plant a seed in people Mm. but I think like in the past like four or five years I've been fueled by like all of my emotions like I've learned how to write poetry about like how I'm feeling in general like, it doesn't always have to come from, like, you know, that that red space in me. Mm. It sometimes comes from the blue and the yellow and, like, everything Ooh, now. yes. Because words and colors and harmonies and all that. It's just one 
Yes, love the correlation. Um, I, you know, it's funny. I would have thought that like maybe some of your earliest, I guess, poems definitely anger, but more so, pop like politically charged. Maybe I'm angry about that shit. Yeah, like right. And so like I, I can <laughs> imagine like or just at least what I would have um like thought or assumed is just like some of your earliest was like shit like that. Or probably, probably not earliest, but just some of like maybe your best or something. Um, mm-hmm. Because oh, yeah. I definitely yeah. you know, heard all the political po- poems. All political situations were <laughs> yes. just pissing me off. And I didn't know. It was before I became like a real full-time organizer. Mm-hmm. So like I organized in my poetry. Like I set a blaze in my poetry. Okay. That... I just love the way poets speak. Period. Like this is so this is part three. And every time. And it's, that's why I love, like I wanted to do it this way. Because I'm not asking different questions. But it's just like because every person is poetic in their own sense. It just flows a completely different way. Ugh, it's so fun. Anyway, <laughs> um, I also love that too about like getting older and writing about life because I think for me a lot of my early poetry was mostly fueled by love. Um, yes. And then eventually I learned to write about other things of like, you know, fucking existential crises. <laughs> like, yeah. You know things like that. Like, um, so now and that just came with age of like wanting to express other things and and having that avenue the last person that um did it with she mentioned she was like one of the things that fuel her poetry is the fact that therapy is expensive um <laughs> oh facts okay like, that's yes, also okay. a reason okay she, she's right i was like oh yeah exactly um okay so who is one of your favorite poets and and i'll say if you have more than one feel free every person so far i share more than one so that's totally fine <laughs> honestly the first time i ever like read poetry was shell silverstein mm. when i was a kid you know like those little kitty poems he was writing and mm. everything and that's where i like started writing poetry you know, it taught me, like, all his poems always had, like, this big underlying Aesop's fable, like, yeah. moral value, but yeah. it was so cute. And, like, I've always carried that with me to remember that poetry can be just fun. It doesn't always have to be so serious, and you can have your version of fun with it. So, Shel Silverstein books, like, yes. I bought them for my child and, like, read them to him when he was a newborn. Every day okay. we read, like different Shel Silverstein poems. So I was sharing my first experience with like written poetry with him. So like he is like my number one for so many sentimental reasons. I love that. But when it comes to like I love slam poets. I love Ooh. open mic poets. Yes. Okay. You know, like I love like T Miller. I love like Jessica Care Moore. I love Native Child. Because yes. Written poetry is cool and I can read it all day, you know, but I love the just raw ass emotions of Mm -hmm. people performing their poetry because once I hear somebody perform a poem, it's a totally different experience than when I read it. Mm -hmm. It It's so different. I love that. Yeah. So I have one of mine and this is like, it's so, I feel like it would be something that somebody would say if they were like... I don't know, trying too hard or panning or something, but it's like an actual answer for me. So, um, yeah, give 
And and especially since I found out he was a Taurus, it just made me understand my my own like ability to just pay attention to other Tauruses and recognizing this as also like a a gift that comes from me in an astrological sense, right? Um, Shakespeare. Okay, period. I love a good fucking Shakespeare poem. Um, and and one of the reasons I mentioned this in the last one, um, a teacher that I had, he the simplest way I I could explain it is like he would have this way of taking shit from Shakespeare to Joy Road. Like he would dumb it down. Like or not, I don't want to say dumb it down, but just like make it so relatable and digestible to who we were, where we were in our life, that it didn't even sound like Shakespeare no more. But it was exactly saying, you know what I'm saying? And it was just like <clears throat> I started to read more of his stuff and and comprehend it better. And I just fell in love with it. The older I got, and I was like, well, shit. <laughs> um, and then my other one is... Um, Wait, before you move on from that, I will uh-huh. tell you this. Macbeth was a great play, and it was just killing motherfuckers in there. Like, Shakespeare I mean, really was... Okay. <laughs> killing motherfuckers and spitting cauldrons. <laughs> yes, the witches and shit. Like, all types of stuff. Okay, let me tell you. People act like Shakespeare cannot translate to today. We've seen oh, so many adaptations. What? Like, like oh, for Othello, yeah. perfect adaptation. I think it's the best Shakespeare adaptation. Like, Ooh, there's so many great things. Yeah, so. yeah, and I mean, so much of his work are like the earliest concept. Like, I, I would care to wager that most um, romantic, um, you know, like rom-com and stuff like that in TV shows have some basis from Romeo and Juliet. Like, you know, a lot of his stuff... Uh, Macbeth has a lot of basis in like you know horror a little bit so it's just uh, and I feel more so psychological horror but either way like it, his writing and I think again Taurus thing because I figured like I think of uh, what the hell is his name the guy who made Star Wars he's a Taurus too George Lucas um, they have like this ability to like create worlds with our writing um, so yeah um, I'll say the other person um, for me is Saul Williams um, he's kind of uh, like I would say he kind of does a bit of slam poetry because some of his stuff he was on um, Deaf Poetry Jam a few times and he kind of performed it in that like slam poetry kind of feel um, but I fell in love with him from an episode of Girlfriends um, he was with Lynn and was it? You talking about the dude with the locks? Yes. <laughs> oh, he was crying too. Um, he had the poem, and it was like, um, damn, I can't, it was like something about the pyramids being built from the top down. The people will understand, like how she signs. Like it was like just beautiful. Like I can't fully recall it right now, but I just remember watching the episode and be like oh shit and then I saw him on that poetry day and I was like oh shit he had another poem so some of his stuff is extremely long so it's more so better I think to uh, it just depends on your own attention span but watch him perform it rather than read it cause you can feel it more like you mentioned but yeah I'll say he's another one of my favorites um so my next question what is one of your favorite poems that you've written yourself the name of it and then like the concept of it um and where it came from you know oh i don't have a favorite oh okay i don't have a favorite i think everything i do is extraordinary okay. like 
it came from my spirit it came from my soul <laughs> yes like, okay okay all of it is the most excellent thing i've ever done you know <laughs> yes. i don't care if okay. i wrote it when i was four like, right because it, it led was, you on the yeah, path it was always, was... all of it was my favorite yeah i love that okay so then i'll okay so i'll share one of mine that i came across earlier today actually um while working on like my book three hey. um it's called storms collide right and it's just like the idea it's like a, a sex poem slightly and it's just about it raining outside but then it also being like wet inside <laughs> obviously like so it's just like we about to see tonight what it's like when storms collide like <laughs> So, yeah, um, I had reread it. I was like, oh, shit, I haven't read this in a while. I was like, oh, it's fire. Wait a minute. Um, so in that same respect of, like, all my shit is fire, then, yes, I feel the same way about all my shit, too. So then, I guess, maybe name one of your best received. Like, one of the ones you share that you think maybe people really, like, a lot of people really, really yeah, received it. <laughs> Everybody loves my poem, Bad Bitch, because it combats, like, what people say women should be. Like, how people say a lady should act. Like, those are literally the words in the poem, you know? And it fuels a fire and forces people in perspective. Okay, so you actually broke up just a little bit. Can you say that last part again? I think it fuels a fire mm-hmm. and it makes people change their first perspectives on how they view women in general. Right. Ooh. And also, like, people love being called a bad bitch. Okay. They do. They really do. Um, <laughs> yeah, damn. I like that, too. Okay. Um, there would be a thought, though, right? Like, I was talking to um, the last person I did it with. We were just talking about um, Deaf Poetry Jam and, like, the possibility of it coming back and feeling like the the climate is and moving towards that space of like where it can actually come back. Like, do you do you feel the same way? Like, I feel like people are like moving back towards wanting real poetic shit. <laughs> I think that um, it should be like yeah. I think it needs to be revived. I think there needs to be a space for it because I also think people are missing art forms yeah. and they're not showing things that exist outside of like rap a lot of times so i think all the arts need to come back pianos singing you Oof, know i want to see right. babies in choirs i want to see people you know doing poetry and stuff i want to yeah. see way way more of that i love that they, they, they don't help it they took all that shit away like for the most part in schools like i don't know how it is now yeah um, if they brought it you know they got fit. they don't even pay in this school some schools oh goddamn. Jesus. <laughs> I just remember once I got in ninth grade, uh, or after, it was, it was like after my ninth grade year. My school went from having like band and and choir and drama and all, just like everything to sports and academics. Like anything that was ex- extracurricular in like an artistic form had to come from teachers who wanted to do that themselves. And it was just like, shit. <laughs> Um, and what year did you graduate? 2010. Oh shit! Yeah, I graduated 09. See, yeah. that's too long. It's 15 years. For it to still be like that, like yeah, that's way too fucking long. Kids, like everybody isn't an athlete. Everybody's not 
um, you know, an academic scholar. Like, some kids are artistic. Like, some kids can play the shit out of music. Some kids can act their ass off or dance their ass off. Like, <laughs> draw their ass off, paint their ass off. You know, like, ugh, that's so disgusting. Um... I'll kind of try to wrap it up here. I do have one more question for you. Do you have any advice for... I won't say... I had... Originally, it was a young poet, but I'll say just a fresh poet. Somebody who was recently kind of writing or just interested in it um, and wanted to take it serious. I would definitely say, like, just be your authentic self. Like, don't try and fit in nobody's box. Don't try and sound like nobody else. Nothing, because you don't really know who's relating to you. Even if you look at them and you're like, oh, this person and I will never have the same type of story or they'll never be interested in it. We all feel all our feelings all the time. And if you're writing down your feelings and you're performing them, you've done already something so great for everybody. Yes. The quote, I mean, just the whole shit. I just put up the whole episode as clips. Fuck it. <laughs> um, yeah, that's great. I would say because one of the things that I, I mentioned in uh, one of the previous ones I did was there was a moment where I had to take myself serious as a poet. Like, I think I always used to just say that, oh, I can write poetry, but I never considered myself a poet. And the moment that I did that, it just kind of shifted things, you know? Um, and so I think it's a matter of taking yourself serious too and like you said really just being yourself because poetry is expression so it's like don't try to write how you think people yeah, feel you can't or... do poetry wrong yeah, like you can't yeah. do it wrong yeah and write 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 fucking bullshit poems write one line or two because sometimes like one of my favorite things too I'll write like a line or something maybe maybe two you know or even just a, a phrase and when I'm rewriting or, or doing some writing later on, I'll look through and be like, oh shit, I can add this and this and connect different pieces of random shit that I've written just in notebooks or, you know, in my notebook. I do that all the time too. <laughs> <laughs> like I'll have like a poetic line, but no poem and I'll like put it in my notes app. <laughs> exactly. And so you collect that or like, I've even just wrote just because I need to get it out or like, you know, free, free writer or whatever and just write like some bullshit. Like, because the more that you, it, it's the habit, you know, and I think just the more that you do it, the more you practice it, the better you get. So at this point, I can say with writing, I won't say specifically poetry, but writing overall, I've mastered. And not in the sense of like, I can't learn more because I think you always learn more. But there's also a point where you can recognize your your gift. Period. Mm. And look, yeah. I've read your shit. You are gifted. Thank you. Thank you. I try. I really try. <laughs> I appreciate you so so much for doing this with me, love. I appreciate always. you. Thank yes. you for bearing with me while I'm on my way to get my hair did. Yes, no, I understand. Um right now my I'm hair seeing is... Beyonce this weekend in Houston, oh. so I gotta come correct. Yeah, you gotta get it right. God, I went I went it's a great show. Oh my god. Yes. Um I literally lost my shit when blue came out, like <laughs> Okay. Before I let you go, let the people know where to follow you at, and if you have anything you'd like to plug or share. Yes. Um, follow me on Instagram at the hippie t h e h i p p i e, and I just want to plug loving yourself. Like, love mm-hmm. yourself. Do something beautiful for yourself. 
every damn day just even if it's five minutes just do something for yourself yes all right well this was fun (laughs) oh man Uh, have a great night love get the hair right get it tight and enjoy beyonce all right i'll talk to you later boo all right have a good one bye all right as i said when i started this series poetry is inherently romantic the relationship a poet has with words the connection those words have with the poet's emotions, how those emotions reverberate around and touch others, is all just a labor of love and romance. I think that people are poems. And I find that with understanding my love for poetry and connecting to where it's deeper and relating these three conversations to my own you know, feelings and thoughts about poetry, I want to both be admired by a lover and to admire my lover as a poem with that same respect and energy, you know? With that, let's go ahead and get into the last letter. Love letter number five. Dear Jacob, thank you for being the first. First for a lot. You're the first one that I allowed myself to be extremely cutesy with. (laughs) The first one that I shared my art and my passion for art with. It's funny, I think back on how we used to talk and I realized that you were the first in a line of men that I also allowed myself to soften and shrink for. I wasn't enough for you. At least that's how you made me feel. I haven't been the way I was with you since. You cheated on me with someone who wasn't on my level, or at least who I felt wasn't on my level at the time. I don't necessarily think like that anymore. I try not to, but either way, at the time, no. But isn't that the way it goes? Then again, you weren't all bad anyway, you know? You were the first artist that I fell for. Seeing you in your element or discussing your ideas and being able to be the same with you was freeing. Not many people have passion, let alone true passion for art. So thank you for being you. It's some of the things, some of the things that I want to love. But fuck you for being you too. Because that other side showed me a few things that I'll never fucking accept again. It's funny that we share a name, so I guess I'll never forget you because of that. But I'm definitely leaving you here. Sincerely, and I'll only say this one final fucking time. The most annoying nickname in the world. Can't believe I allowed that to happen, but hey, this was 10 plus years ago. I was a different person. Anyway, sincerely, dumbass nickname, Bella. (laughs) Annoying. Doing these letters has really helped me recognize my patterns in love. I recognize the areas where I fucked up, like cringe-worthy fucked up. Like, like I get annoyed at myself thinking back on some of the shit that I've done, but I allow myself grace for those times and not knowing any better. I also, through these situations, recognize what each person showed me that I wanted. Sean showed me that I wanted my partner to be my best friend. And truly my best friend. Like, able to talk about and do anything with each other. Luis showed me that I wanted a partner who's patient. Who takes time and doesn't test me. But allows me time to understand. And to grow. Mr. Pretty Eyes, (laughs) he showed me that I wanted someone who was kind, who treated their friends and their family and even strangers with the same kindness, I guess. (laughs) Love is patient and kind, right? 
Byron showed me that I wanted someone with a mystique, a bit of a shadow, but not unhealthily so, but to the point where I know that I feel comfortable showing my shadow because they have one too. And Jacob showed me that I wanted someone who was an artist, a true artist, like passionate, can't help but create type artist. Not, I like, I like art, so, you know, it's cool. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it, but just an artist in the sense of the love that I have for art, a very similar love like that. I want more things, obviously, but these situations highlighted, I think, the main things that I want. I don't know, but this was fun. (laughs) All right, guys. Again, um, the new poetry book, The Man Who Learned to Flow, is out now. Please, 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 if you have not checked those out, if you're a lover of poetry, definitely do so. Um, The full trilogy... The Boy Who Lucid Dreamed, The Boy Who Sit in the Rain, and The Man Who Learned to Flow, all available now, Amazon. Um, the first two are on Amazon and Kindle. This one will be available on Kindle next week, so definitely look out for that one. Don't forget to follow the official Instagram page for the pod, love underscore journal podcast. And until next time, love, love, peace.